True North, Episode 4. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams, I'm your host today, and you have found the youth edition of our podcast. Welcome, we're glad to have you here and joined by Pastor Wes Hillis. Welcome, Pastor Wes. Hello. Glad to be together again today yeah. um, as we keep going through our True North series. Yeah, and this is the final part of our True North series. Yeah, so this has been a good one. I like it. I think, yeah, it's been a really good one of, you know, keeping Jesus as our True North, keeping him as our center point and guiding us in our lives. And um, I think it's been great, especially last week was heavier and yeah. kind of going through it. That was so, good. It was a, a call to, uh, yeah, really a call to follow Jesus yeah. last week. It was great. Go back and listen to it if you missed it. Yeah, and we kind of, so the last few weeks uh, that we've gone through, you know, we went through allowing Jesus to guide us, um, you know, talking about, you know, God guided the people of Israel in the Old Testament, you know, mm-hmm. cloud by day, fire by night, um, how drift happens, and yeah. we must be aware of even the smallest tendency to go off track, because it happens, and both in our thoughts and in our actions, and last week we kind of went over this idea of the true north lifestyle, that's not about the latter or trying hard, rather it's about what Jesus has done for us, um, and why do Christians do good works then? Yeah, um, that's a good question then. <laughs> yeah, and today um, we're going to go over like two tools, going to take, um, you know, on your journey um, to True North and to kind of yeah. keeping the True North. Um, having the right tools is key to any endeavor. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like if you're flipping a house, this is going to bring me back to Pat's sermon a few weeks ago, yeah. you know, being prepared and, you know, the yeah. camping, when Karis is up on stage at a time. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Pat's like, you know, brings out the clown wig, you know, is this yeah. great for camping? And the kids are all like, yeah. Kids are all like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is uh. not going the way he wants it. <laughs> but you wouldn't like, say if you're like fixing a house. Yeah. You're not going to bring a slip and slide to help you fix the house. No. I mean, what? that would be fun if you're all sweaty after to Maybe. cool down, but um, wouldn't be very useful. If you're cleaning a carpet, you're not going to yeah. mop it. Well, no, that would be gross. Exactly. Like, it's you no know, being prepared, having the right tools, you know, for the endeavor. Um, yep. All right. So I want to start off with a story. Yeah. Um, you know, have you ever been lost? Yeah. I've been lost many times. Um, yep. Whether yep. it's been, you know, in the forest, just out for a walk and be like, oh, I have no idea where I am anymore. Um, oh, no. Oh, yeah. No, Carrie and I went for a walk one time late at night. And we said, you know, we'll go do this trail. It's like, it's like, it's in the fall. So it starts to get a little darker a little sooner. We forgot about that. But it's like, but like six o'clock after dinner, we went for this yeah. walk. Kept walking, walking, walking. Well, it's like eight o'clock now. We're like, okay, this is kind of like, we need to find our way back. And we just we went over this hill. And all I can see is like, all, it's fall. So a whole ground is just covered in leaves. And I'm like, I have no oh. idea where the trail is no idea in my mind where the trail is and carrie's there like oh it's fine we'll find the car eventually we know the highway is that way so and i'm like huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm not good when i'm lost like i'm like i need to know where i am you know what it's scary too like oh, yeah. so um we actually lost our kids when we were on vacation uh several years ago so they were quite little but um we were going to universal studios and oh. so we're walking in from the parking lot and there's this long like uh, moving walkway and of course the kids are like we want to go in the moving walkway and we're like sure so we step onto the moving walkway and they're like teeny and little and so they kept walking and they oh. weaved through a couple people and we're like hang on girls but we couldn't get through the people so we tried a little we're like excuse me excuse me but we were like packed in there like sardines and we thought Okay, well, they're going to wait at the end of the moving walkway. So we get off the moving walkway, and they're not there. Oh, man. So we weren't even, like, 
in the park yet. We were like going to get in the park and we had no idea where they were. And so then you keep going and it splits in two directions, one to go one way and one to go the other. So we had no idea even which direction they would have chosen. Thankfully, I've always told my kids, if you're ever lost, find a mom with kids and ask them for help. Um, if you don't know, if yeah. you can find someone that works there, great. But if not, find a mom with kids. So they found a, another family and that family brought them to security and security helped us to find them. Oh, jeez, <laughs> It was, that is brutal. I was kind of beside myself Yeah, because there was nothing to lock down. It wasn't like they were in a park and we could yeah, have like locked down the still. entrance. We weren't even in the park yet. Anyway, they're jeez. found and all is well, but, uh. Wow. Yeah. It, being lost is scary. It's whether, terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and the same thing can happen to us in our spiritual life as well. Yep. We can get just a little bit. Just a little bit lost. And then all of a sudden you're, and, yeah, like off track. And um, <laughs> and then you're really lost. <laughs> we can, you know, embark on this journey and everything. And yet we're not equipped at all to be able to actually handle the journey. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to do two tools to kind of... Um, help guide us as we continue to you know seek our true north which is jesus and kind of the lifestyle of following jesus um the first is god's word so the magi story now you may be thinking why are we talking about this we're talking about god's word yeah the magi Christmas story. in july <laughs> august whatever yeah the magi story um they had a guiding star uh star guiding them the entire way to jesus um you know it would be great to have something like that it would be awesome to you know have something that would just guide us constantly and say, oh, I'm on the right track right now of God, or, you know, I'm, I'm doing this well or whatever. Um, but just check out um, this verse and it talks about God's love. Um, talks about, you know, about God's word and uh, how it's for us. Um, and Psalm 119, verse 105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. Mm. You know, last week we kind of talked about as we finished that you know life is not this whole ladder journey yeah it's not meant for that but it's actually a path that we walk with jesus yeah and the fact is that jesus that god the relationship we have with them is like a lamp to our feet and it lights our path for us yeah um so this is just a question for everyone uh, did you know um that there are sailors who aspire to sail across the entire ocean yeah that's like I think that's something everyone would like to do. You know, I sailed the ocean. Like, I know. Imagine coming off, really like, cool. you meet someone, like, oh, what have you done? I sailed the ocean. What? You know, just cruising <laughs> in from... Uh, which ocean? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound pretty cool. <laughs> and um, have you ever wondered what maybe the scariest part for these people? Well, I mean, to me, the scariest part would be, like, when you couldn't see any land. Oh, really? No. See, they said it wasn't the storms. It was not seeing land. It was uncharted waters. Oh. You see, the oceans have mostly been traveled. Yeah. Have not been explored, though. Right. Oh, yeah. We know more about the surface of the moon than we do about the floor of the ocean. Oh, we know, like, what was it? I think they said we've discovered, like, under 7% of the ocean and everything that could be living inside of it. It's like, that's insane. Yeah. When you really think, well, this is our own planet. We haven't discovered, you know more than 50% of the ocean. I know. Well, the world's a lot water. Like there's there's it certain is. ways that you can turn the globe where you can't see any land. All yeah. you can see is water. Yep. Mm. And it's just like I don't know like how have we not done this? Mm, and uncharted waters. Yeah. The fact is like if you're a sailor 
and you're just sailing the ocean, and you're like, oh, we're in uncharted waters now. You have no idea what's below you. You have no idea what's around you. You don't know if there's a landmass that's right under the water you just can't see. Like, you don't know. Um, so it's like fear of the unknown. Yeah, kind of, yeah. So people thought for centuries, um, throughout centuries, sorry, um, they've been sailing the seas and marking down what they found. Yeah. And when someone wants to sail around the world, like many people have, they consult what other people have said about the route that they're going to take. Right. Um, what they don't want to find is a section of the ocean that no one's been to because mm. they have no idea how deep it is. Yeah. They have no idea where the coral is and they have no clue what's ahead. It's like sailing blind. Yeah. It's the same as like if you're going um, on a walk, you know, um, in a brand new city. Yeah. And you have your map and, you know, you can go this way, this way, this way. All of a sudden, internet crashes, everything. You're like, yeah. oh, where am I? Yeah. Like, you, like if you're in downtown Toronto and you turn a certain oh. way and you're like, uh -oh. I have no idea where I am. Yep. And it's one of the most scariest things for us. Yeah. And the same goes in our spiritual lives. You know, if we're thinking, you know, I can go this way, this way, this way. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, I have no idea where what yeah. I'm doing, no idea where I am. I have no idea what's going on. And you start spiraling like that. Yep. It's really negative thoughts and all that can happen. But that's what the Bible is for us. It's a map. Mm, guidebook. And it's, it is mm -hmm. being battle tested and it has been proven it's worth in guiding. See, directing and showing us the way, it's something that can do very, very well and very helpful. And I think it's very important to remember the impact that it can have for us. Yeah. The impact that, you know, the Bible can literally guide us, you know, through our hardest times, through the deepest valleys, through yep. anything that we're going through, it can help guide us. Now, it won't have all the answers. No. It won't. I just, I want to clarify that. If you're like, oh, so the Bible should have everything I need. It won't have all the answers. Well, it's, that not, is, it's not a crystal ball. It's no. A and yeah. it's something when we're searching for answers and we say well i don't see it in scripture that's the time where you go to god and you say god what is the answer to this mm -hmm. what am i supposed to be doing and you pray and you pray and i think the best thing to do once we're doing that is talk to the community around you and say yeah this is what i'm feeling does this sound right does it sound biblical does it sound something that god would be pushing me towards or is it something that you know is unhealthy something that's going to yeah. make things worse in the end and um I think it's one of the important things. We talked about that in a series a long time ago. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's this idea that, you know, scripture can help guide us in our lives. Yeah. Um, and that was the first point. You know, that's God's word. Yep. And the second point is um, other people motivation. Mm -hmm. Hebrews 10 verse 24 to 25 says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all and all the more as you see the day approaching. What does the day approaching mean? What does that refer to? The day approaching and that would mean when Jesus returned. Return. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so this verse, great for I think our lives today. Mm -hmm. um, that we spur one another on towards love and good deeds and that to not give up meeting together. The role of other people in our lives is huge, and sometimes we don't truly appreciate the influence other people can have on us. Yeah. Um, so For good or bad. Oh, yeah, for good or bad. We don't really sometimes take in the influence that we have from other people. And one of the things I think we need to remember is spiritually we can be motivated very well by other people. Yeah. I mean, that's why we have church community. That's why we, we have certain things is to what this verse says is spur one another on towards love and compassion yeah. and towards God and to, you know, to not give up meetings together. Um, 
you know, meeting with friends, you know, every yeah. day after school. Sure. It's something really important because, you know, you check in, you meet, you're kind of being able to be more yourself. Something really important. Well, I find when you graduate high school. Yeah, gone. everyone goes like. Separate direction. Yep, gone for sure. And something I wish I would have been able to do is, you know, to hold on to those relationships a little bit. Just be able to say, you know, like maybe you know, we should have hung out with those people or, you know, to keep meeting. And I learned this later in life when, um, especially moving down here to Waynefleet, you know, the importance of not giving up on meeting. Yeah. The importance of no matter what to keep meeting. I think that a lot of that, I think a lot of people have that now, especially coming out of COVID. Yeah. The fact that we weren't able to meet, the fact that we weren't able to be the community, and now that we are, it's that we're not giving that up. Yeah. We we need to be in community. We need to be able to see each other. We need to be able to have this wonderful time together. It's like a, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Exactly. Yeah. You don't know what you have till it's gone. No, I'm not going to bust out in song. Oh, um, man. <laughs> I set you up and for it, too. <laughs> that's... Um, it kind of really showed me through COVID this idea of motivation. Because I think a lot of people lost motivation in COVID. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, it felt like there was less to... Do, less to less to need to do, less to want to, less yeah. to, you know, feel the desire. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. We lost a lot of desire to do a lot of things. But I think we've carried some of that over mm-hmm. now into um, our lives today, af- you know, after COVID and... Um, the thing is our lives are really important and we need to understand that you know we need to keep motivation yeah um and when we're talking about tools you know to stay on our stay on the path of our journey to you know keep jesus at the focal point keep him at the center um we need to allow others to be able to motivate us as well whether it's in community I think of our youth group and how, you know, we can motivate each other, you know, in a relationship with God. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's essentially what I'm trying to do is be able to motivate youth, you know, to not only accept Christ into their lives on a personal level, but being able to motivate them to, you know, to read their Bible scripture, um, to kind of go to God in prayer, to, you know, say yeah. how it's a great and wonderful thing that we can have this relationship with God. And um, I think that's that's what's really important, especially when we're in communities, you know, to help point each other towards God and to motivate each other to say, you know, go into love, go into good passion and go into that. Yep. Now, there is a wrong way to motivate. And okay. I'm sure everyone has experienced it. Um, so demotivators, I would say, are people who, you know, have more selfish intent. Uh-huh. Um, they're more focused on themselves and you doing stuff for them yep. rather than, you know, developing a relationship with God. Yeah, um, like an energy vampire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the best way to describe it. Yep. And it's just, you know, we everyone, ha- there's always those people in life who are like that. Yeah. Um, sometimes they know they are, sometimes they don't. Uh, yep. And I think that's where, you know, compassion and love comes in to kind of understand that we sometimes need to separate from those people. Yep. Um, and need to, you know, go away from this whole demotivation people and kind of be around people who can help us and motivate us to, you know, keep going in our relationship with God, even when the times are hard and tough. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to mention just, um, as we're kind of closing and yeah, um, is that, um, there are so many right ways to motivate. There are so many things that we can do. Um, and I just want to give three towards living a life that, you know, allows us to follow our true north, allows us to follow Jesus. And this is motivate on purpose, mm-hmm. motivate towards good and motivate weekly. Ah, what, what's motivate on purpose? What's that mean? To motivate on purpose is to 
motivate yourself and someone else to kind of being on purpose to follow God. To like live intentional about intentional it? Intentional. Yeah. And it's this idea, you know, some some people don't need you to preach a sermon. Some people need you to live a sermon. Yeah, yeah. To living out that message of God that he gives us to be show love and compassion to others, to love thy neighbor, and just to live that out on purpose. Um, motivate toward good is, you know, I think that one's pretty explanatory. Yeah. Um, motivate weekly is something, like, to do this consistently. Yeah. To not give up on it, but to rather keep keep going at it consistently. Consistency can be one of the greatest things for a spiritual life. Yeah. Um, you know, to pray to God consistently, to, you know, read your Bible consistently. And don't let it be something that, you know, it's a chore or a job. But mm-hmm. rather, it's something that we can find enjoyment in, enjoy, and just can appreciate. What should you do if you don't feel like it? If you don't feel like it, I would say don't push yourself then to just read it. I think that's going to make a more negative impact, but rather do something else, come back, say, all right, I can do this now, and just kind of yeah. just kind of help your brain center. Because um, sometimes we need to do other things. Sometimes yeah. we need to, you know, go for a walk, yep. go outside, just do something else. I think a physical um, something is easier for our brains because then we're yeah. a little more like okay that's a good, we're good now i can sit i can kind of you know do something like this and it's different for everyone you know the fact of the matter is not everyone's going to read their bible daily yeah it's, yeah it's just true um and live, sometimes i will just put worship music on yeah like if i and there's nothing wrong with that yeah sometimes if i don't feel like it and i've had certainly had days like that sometimes i'll just put music on and yeah. that will be my connection to god for the day absolutely you know and and that's that (laughs) yeah and that's a great way to do it you know you find different ways that work for ourselves that you know we can connect with god and i think that's the point of it yeah awesome thank you pastor wes um that was a great series and uh yeah we're looking forward to whatever's coming next as we look into the fall um I'm sure you've got some great stuff planned for yes, the fall. Yes. I know we've got the um, bush bash coming um, yep. leading up to high. Labor yep. Day weekend for senior and junior high. So yep. that'll be fun. If you are curious about that or you're like, what is that? I have no idea. Email Pastor Wes and he can give you the details. His email address is wes at waynefleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me with any feedback or podcast suggestions, I'd love to hear from you as well. And my email address is julie at wingfleetbic.com. So thank you for tuning in today, and we look forward to connecting with you again next week. Have a great week. Bye.